and then they would go see these pachakutia mamas which is the black stick incan poke mama she would place a caller matrix and it would eradicate anything negative that was happening inside the body of the person or things that affect me positively negatively emotions can be portrayed in artwork have to always pay respect and acknowledge it's not just the pioneers it's the first nation the people that have paved the way for me to be able to do the work that i do with intention it's a energetic exchange and it's 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 we're dealing with blood we're dealing with you know it's powerful it's sacred <laughs> I'm so happy we made it today. Thank you so much. How are you? Where are you at? Uh, I'm good. I'm currently in Brisbane, Australia. Uh, for the time being, um, I'm working towards um some new things, new journeys. Let me ask you how how do I yeah. pronounce your name without butchering? Yeah. So my name is Swastik, but Swastik. please feel. Call me Swazi. You can call me Swaz. That's what everyone okay. calls me. Okay, yeah. Swaz. Nice. So, first of all, welcome. So nice Thank to you. finally make it, right? Thank and you. Um, yeah. for the people that, uh, you know, they might not know you. Uh, so, first of all, where are you from? Where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from India. I was born in India and raised in India till I was 10 years old. Um, and my family migrated to Australia when I was 10. Um, and yes, so that's, that's where I'm from. Nice. And now you live in Australia, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Nice. And, um, so, uh, first of all, how did you end up tattooing? Like how, how did so, that came into your life? Because I saw pictures of your grandmother and stuff. So it's something that runs, yeah. you know, in the family, in the blood, in, in the tradition, yeah. right? Yeah, so she wasn't just solely a tattooist. She, we're talking, I mean, she's like 98. So we're talking 60, 50 years ago. It was a way of, she was doing stick and poke kolam tattoos on people she knew, along with being a mother, along with looking after the cows and along with looking after uh, all the cousins on the street. So, um Kolam comes from South India, which is where I'm from. And it's um, a particular style of, of like a pattern work or a matrix that people um, draw with rice flour in, in, on temple floors or in front of their house um, to bring in good energy. So to bring in Mahalakshmi. So you... So you're harnessing it. It's, it's like a matrix of many lines and dots where there's no gaps. So she was doing stick and poke tattoos because um, in India, you know, we're talking 50, 60 years ago where in the villages and in the streets, you know, the country is so um, profoundly spiritual and, and and religious. So when people were sick, or they would go see like the medicine man. And 
he would give them like um specific uh, liquids and potions that would would heal them and then they would go see these pachakutia mamas which is the black stick ink and poke mama and she would assess the person's body and essentially um she would place a column matrix like on the inner forearm or on the leg and it would eradicate anything negative um it, that was happening inside the body of the person so that was the belief and that is still the belief of of the power of kolam so um that's sort of the quick sort of where it ran within my tradition and and the people i was with growing up with in india but i started getting tattooed when i was 20 i moved to london very young and i started getting tattooed at into you um so that was 16 years ago and i um i really rebelled against when my parents were together my father wanted me to be like a doctor and engineer and when they were going through a divorce is when i had the courage to I almost lied to them. I I almost said, "Oh, I'm going to move to London. I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to go into like finance or something." So I kind of took the distraction that was happening at at home life to get my ticket to freedom because I wasn't living in an orthodox family life anymore. So when I moved to London 16 years ago, I started getting tattooed at into you. Um I started getting tattooed and having some of the most incredible experiences not only with the tattoos but finding out my identity because a lot of my friends were different they were cross punks they were into hip hop and i was always a little i never fit in with the indian community in australia but i never fit in with white australian people so at 20 i was i was really trying to find who i was so i did all that and i was getting tattooed and still continue to get tattooed and i ended up living in europe and london till i was um 20 26 and i came back and i never forgot about tattooing by that stage my my parents had divorced and i said to my mom listen i really want you to support me in this i i really need you to support me in this but I want to be a tattooist and that's when my journey started. I I started I was a counter girl at a shop for 2-3 years. Um I did some tattoos and and that's that's how I started my journey. Yeah. That must have come a little bit as a shock to them. Like what? Finances uh, to tattooing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I guess for for my mom it wasn't so much. I think her worry, I think that generation see listen it tattooing in in india is, is so ritual it's initiation i felt like for my mom she associated it maybe more with sex drugs and rock and roll mm. and that was terrifying to her because you know when they moved to australia and all of the indian community we were friends with all of the boys and girls that i grew up with they became dentists and and doctors and own hospitals so for my mom she struggled a little bit more so how i'm going to like make an earning and live as an artist because 
you know, in India, it's not, it's a third world country, you know, so people study hard because they don't want to, they want to move to the, to a place where they can breathe fresh air that, that they can have children and their children can go to school. So they equip themselves to study and uh, amazing, like, like my sister, like a lot of my cousins and, um, they want the best of the best, you know? So at that stage she was divorced. So it was much easier for her to almost be a bit more accepting than if my father was in the picture because he was, everything had to go through my father, you know? And it, I think, only recently now has is she more proud of me because she realized that it's not party times it's really hard work I took it on as a student I really meditated in the craft there I still paint I still paint flash there was never a day where I didn't do that you know I worked at the shop first one in the morning last one out and she saw me really try and continue to try and continue to learn. So I think now for her actions speak louder than words. That's the kind of person yeah. she is. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy because like yeah, if yeah. people from the outside, right? If they yeah. would only know that how hard the people that are committed to, you know, tattooing at a certain level, how hard they we work, meaning Compared to normal job, you know, quote unquote, there is no weekends for us. There is no night for us. There is no days off for us. There is no holidays for us. You know, like it's at 24 7, 365. So if you would have an idea, so people that, like, for example, my girlfriend or or people that have been close to me or living with family, they saw me, they're like, I had no idea. I would just like silly pictures, like, you have no idea, dude. This is yeah. an idea how much we study and practice and paint and right. So it's fun because they're like, oh, it's yeah. it is like you have no idea. If we would apply yeah. this level of commitment yeah. into any other yeah. profession, finances, yeah. you name it, we would be millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. an insane, right? Work so, attitude. You're a perfect example of someone who I've admired for years now. And I remember when the pandemic happened when you created this wonderful operation almost of like getting tattooers together, getting a community together and and, and everyone painted and, and sold for auction to raise benefits for what was happening, the chaos that was happening in Europe. And I always love seeing your page because, you know, you do drawing studies, you're constantly drawing, you're constantly painting. And it's inspiring because I haven't been tattooing, I've been tattooing a second, you know what I mean? Like barely anything. And it's just, it's really inspiring is just to see people that I admire that continue to publish books, continue to paint, continue to do not only for themselves, but to create a community like the podcast that you're doing, like the COVID benefit, like the the drawing studies that you you literally give out secrets that because because of the pure love and respect you have for tattooing. So that's what I was just gonna say is it's it's oh, thank you. exactly it's twenty four seven. But um 
So my grandma is so old now. She um, recently, um, her health is deteriorating. So we're almost thinking about going back to India within the next couple of months. Um, when I started, she was already very old. She's a very spiritual woman. Um, I think it was tw just before the pandemic was when I saw her. And I brought my tattoo machines because I wanted to tattoo cousins and family in Kerala. In the jungles, they wanted, it was like a really beautiful, auspicious religious time at the, at the at that time where they were and they wanted to get a few of my friends wanted to get trishula swastikas like that um i showed her my machines um i show her my paintings she's a devout vishnu follower she is uh our, our god is lord narasimha um if you know like chromags i always say you know the chromags album with the lion that is Lord Narasimha. You might know if uh, I'll send you a picture Not sometime. Sure. Yeah, thank you. But uh, so um, she, when I showed her the pictures of of the tattoos, especially the Kulam tattoos, she would be she'd talk about her older sister, or the some of the helpers that she grew up with in the block, and she'd be like, "Ah, oh, Kulam, Kulam," you know, like she she understands. And if I showed her a painting of Lord Jagannath or Narasimha or Krishna, she, she, you know, she just smiles. But she's at the stage at a um, now where um, she's almost regressed into a child. You know, nature of life. You know, you yeah. get to a certain. Age and, um, she's uh, a really wonderful, beautiful, kind woman, and has always been like that in her younger days. You know always rescue rescuing any street dog on the street you know like my mom said she, you walk into the house it was like a farm you know so um <laughs> so she was yeah she was like a really good she could she could totally like accept it but I think she, it's difficult for her to process a lot right now you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah yeah it's beautiful because it, it, there is this extra connection to you know because I, I think you know tattoo is many things and for different people it's different things right? And, right but what i perceive without knowing you well is that you know tattooing for you has many aspects which is not just the aesthetic fun of making drawings it's like this connection only with the spiritual side of it which we'll get in a second but like with your family with your roots so it's beautiful to hear this um right. one thing from before you said that you know because you you wouldn't fit 100%, you know, with the Indian community, but you wouldn't fit 100% with the white community. So it's kind of like this limbo in between, right? Now, let me ask you, because I have experienced yeah. something on, on a lower degree, I guess, but, yeah. but similar because I was born in the South uh, of Italy, and then I, I grew up yeah. since I was a baby in the North, more or less. Yeah. So the thing is, yeah. I feel I am from, you know, the Northern part. But I've never been accepted because it's still kind of medieval in some places. And where I come from is people still have a sort of medieval mentality. So you're not born right. here. You're not one of us. But then in the South, right. I don't. I, so I've always been in this between zone that when I was a kid, I kind of suffered because you want to belong. But growing up, yeah. it actually helped me because I've never been so, so rooted to something. So I've never been tight. So that's how yeah. I've been flexible. Yeah to be, you know what, I belong nowhere and I belong everywhere. So that, that's what helped me to go through life like that. 
do you yeah. have a similar experience? Do you think that that one helped you somehow? Yeah, I do. I do. I think. I think. Um, you you find your way. You know what I mean. Like when you feel like you can't fit into certain situations, you you start to trust yourself and believe in yourself. And I think that is been great for me personally um and also being able to hone in on something that I really like which is art and tattooing so in many ways um I by understanding myself and I continue to grow and we're only human we have good days and bad days so it is a forever process and, but I feel like I completely relate to you in that sense is that it, it was almost like ammo to the fuel that was necessary to, I don't know, almost find something that we cared about or a passion. Um, and definitely in my instance, all my personality and my thoughts and things that I think about in the spiritually or daily or or things that affect me positively negatively emotions can be portrayed in artwork you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. um I think it's I think it's really really important for for me and my practice and who I am to continue just being true to who I am because I feel like when I continue to be true to who I am, then I'm finding out things and being able to to create new ideas and new concepts. If I try and fit in or to a category or try and follow a different path, which which I I totally felt like I did when I was in primary school and high school, like fitting in was, was difficult, but not that it's, it's, it's not a negative thing. It's definitely made me the person that I am today, you know? Um, And I think, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, do you, um, I don't know if you know her, do you know, or, or the work of Lorena Morato by any chance? Mm -hmm. She doesn't like more. Okay. I need to put you to, in touch because in general uh i don't know I, i'm a pretty good judge of characters and you you know your soul your spirits are very similar so i think they would really click okay. because you know she's okay. she's from brazil originally very connected to the 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 more like uh i don't know if you want to call it tribalistic but like nature of, yes. of her roots you know she go visit she has yes. all this ceremony so i think you yes. would too like click so i need to put you in touch but uh, Anyway, I I just mentioned her because I I recently recently interviewed her and then she talked about the same thing, uh, meaning her art is a reflection of her, right? And I've seen her, you know, like I've seen you over the years, kind of like taking off, right? Because your work and her work become more and more authentic, meaning you don't try to, like you say, fit in a box or be like, oh, this is cool now, I need to do this. It's more like, this is me. So for you is your, okay. you know, cultural heritage as it's for her, right? right? Yeah. So okay. I think if there is anything that we could 
in with this example tell yeah. also younger tattooers we stress about this a lot oh, i need to find my yeah. style i usually say yeah. no the style finds you when you find yeah. yourself i know it sounds very you know but no that, that's how it sense. is right it makes sense and it's like you know and there's never i still do walk-ins you know like whether i think when someone gives you the honor of giving you their skin it's amazing if it wasn't for my clients whether it was something they wanted that was my work or whether it was their idea done in my style or whether it was just a paw print or an infinity symbol I wouldn't get to do what I do which is I love tattooing you know that's that's plain and simple for me and it's like I was just only talking about this with work colleagues I think you know um that when I was younger I I know for me I it was very shallow. I wanted to get a particular look of a bodysuit. Now when I get tattooed, I get tattooed because I want the experience mm-hmm. with that person. Yeah. And when I met them, they've been even more beautiful in real life and the experience has been unbelievable. And so um I'm just lucky that people like my work, you know. So it's it's just loving tattooing and then for me again and this could be different for for everyone is that um my personal practice is like i just have to constantly paint and draw um because on a technical level but also on an like a trying to be a diff trying to push what i know i i have to constantly practice that you know and um, I'm just grateful that people get tattooed by me and come back. I have returning clients, but that's it's 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 like a culmination of factors. It's it's your empathy, it's it's being professional, it's being kind to your clients, it's being respectful to your clients and with the craft, you know? And um yeah, I agree, you know, that's it's like, um, but yeah, like I, I, I post my my stuff up, but you know, there's days where I do walk-ins and I love it, you know. But you know, I do those walk-ins and then and then people come back and they want to get a flash piece or they want to get a small column or, you know, I've had a couple of situations where a small walk-in and we've connected me and the client and um, they've come back and got a full torso, you know, and and. I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful. I don't expect anyone to, but like truly that comes from just, you know, like absolute, just be, being grateful, you know? Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is I, I love to do walk-ins also because apart the fact yeah. that I think it's also a good balance because doing everything custom all the time, I mean, you need yeah. to draw a lot and this and that. So it's nice to have, a break where you're like, okay, it's not as stressful as having to draw all of this all week or whatever. You go there, you do your thing. And then the cool thing is, number one, you don't know who you're going to meet. You know? exactly. So maybe someone comes in and it's an amazing time. I have so many memories from people that came and told me crazy stories, you know, a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because when I think, you know, if I would ask myself, what is one of the best memories that you had from some customers, right? And you had many, right? Luckily. But yep. it's not necessarily just, oh, that was a beautiful journey when we did a back piece with this guy. We had a great, you know, in, 
like uh, you know, a relationship for this for this time. But one yeah. of the first thing that comes to mind is a girl that came to the shop years ago and she had like yeah. some tiny Roman numerals done by someone else somewhere else on the right, wrist right. and they were right. not very well done. So right. I like to re- I love to reduce stuff, right? So I said, you know what? We can totally redo this. It would work. Then we redid it. It came out like nice and straight. She sent me an yeah. email the day after, right? And she was yeah. like, I just wanted to say I'm so happy because when I was looking at the thing, it made me sad and now I see it and I'm so happy. And I'm like, dude, so this is better than a sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this person is like yeah. so happy right now for something yeah. that doesn't take you much, but makes yes. a big difference for them. So it's, yes. it's it's a range of experiences, right? Yeah, totally, totally. I think, at, I mean, I was talking to my work colleagues, it's like, you know, it's one thing posting a piece, right, which we have to do for work. We We have, like, for me, if I don't post... I'm not getting new work. Like, it is a wonderful platform for that, right? It's the name of the game, right? It's like, yeah, it's a great platform now that when when I travel, it's not like I'm stuck in one studio. Like, I am reliant on that platform for me to be able to get work. And um, we were saying, but no one sees the blood, sweat, and tears that happens behind that photo. Exactly. no one sees the... The tattoo was stressing out, like, oh my god, man, I'm trying to put this stencil on, you know, no one no one sees, you know, people having cigarette breaks like, you know, you're in pain and um so that's I think for me, if knowing all of that and like looking at my client and giving them a hug and seeing the smile on their face is something like I, I go home happy, you know what I mean? Like I, I go home happy and I and I think about some of the funny stories we shared or I think about like some of the long-term clients that I've had like randomly pop up into my head like I remember when you first came in, I remember you wanted your head tattooed and I said no and now we've done a bodysuit, now we can do mm-hmm. your head. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's really, it's it's so special. I think that we're we're very lucky and and that is yeah man like I it, it's one of the most beautiful things is that yeah. is the you know what you know what's also cool like to be what's part that? of someone else's journey meaning I had customers that I tattooed for over 10 years 10 12 13 whatever so they came in and they were studying right and I remember yeah. you know they came in regularly now and then da, 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 da. And then they were studying and then they had these hard exams and then they yeah. were so stressed and then they passed the exam and then they go to uni and then yeah. very struggling. They finish uni and then they get a job and then they get a girlfriend. Yeah. Now they have a kid. So sometimes yeah. I stop and I tell them like, dude, you know what? It's beautiful to see your journey because now when another person comes in and be like, oh, I got this exam and so stressed. It's almost like you can see in the future like with the other people and be like, I can almost see yeah. your life unfolding, you know, and I'm like a witness of this. It's so cool. You know, you're part yeah. of the journey too. Yeah? It's so cool. It's really nice. I know what you mean. I, I think I, um, there was a, oh, one of my work colleagues was like, man, you know, what's really cool is like she'd been tattooing the dad for years. Then she started tattooing the mom. And then this little son that they had that she's seen grow up, 
you know, from like 10 years old is 18 and now he's getting tattooed. It's just so magical that, that like she can be such a, like see this family's journey and be part of, you know, the family. Now she gets invited to like, you know, if there's key moments in their lives and I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And uh, let me ask you, cause I'm sure people are curious also. Um, what yeah. would you say are the main uh, inspiration, even un- even unconsciously, right, subconsciously, for your work? Because you clearly, you know, you know a lot about your own culture, of course, which is really rich in terms of folklore, myth, tradition, and and philosophy, right? So uh, somehow I'm sure that consciously or unconsciously that inform your drawings, your paintings, right? So what is something that you you feel particularly connected to it then you like to explore it within your you know art and stuff yeah so i i'm a very spiritual person i am god fearing and i'm i was raised um religious and we have um and hinduism is so different it's like um it's like a way of life we have a lot of folk stories and we have the vedas and we have stories about shiva and it's so universal it's it's almost cosmic you know and um because that's what I've known since birth almost like since I could walk my family would take me to temples we would have pujas which is another word for rituals I remember celebrating Diwali which is a there's so many festivals in India and they're all related to like like say Krishna conquered a demon or it was Krishna's birthday or it is Navaratri. It's the day where uh, Durga exists and you have all the goddesses and you have Kalima. So so I, I still um, pray every day. I still have my spiritual practice in the mornings every day. And so tattooing and my lifestyle is interconnected. I didn't want to have them mutually exclusive or independent of each other. I don't know if I'm using the right one of the, one of the, I didn't want them independent from each other. So I, and it's not just the artwork. It's not just my love for the gods and the stories. It's that I have gurus and spiritual masters that are teaching me how to navigate this world to be a better person to to reach a level of just like mind freedom because we're only human we have everyday stresses we have and every every context is different you know so part of being that person is to to like see my tattooing as my sadhana which is like my practice so there's a ritual to it so when I set up, when I break down, the way I interact with my clients, how I approach the drawing, especially when I get the honor of doing deities like Ganesh and Shiva, um, as simple as like asking Lord Shiva, um, please bless me today because I'm tattooing you, give me guidance and let my client be happy. So there's just so many aspects where it's all interconnected. So I, because I am that person, I think that's um, what has inspired my work. A lot of my work comes from my culture, 
call them, obviously seeing it in South India, seeing my mum draw it in front of the house, seeing part my party, my grandma's tattoos from it. So I feel lucky that I can do that and take from my daily practice outside of tattooing, but then bring those two together so they're united. Um, I need that for me personally because it makes me more of a happy person and goes back to what we're saying what we were saying earlier is like that's staying in the path of me being true to myself and not trying to be put into a different box. There's so many incredible artists out there and like there's so much wonderful work from realism to American trad to Japanese. It's just that I'm a slow learner and as much as I would love to be able to just watch like some incredible tattooers do that. I feel like I still have a lot to learn in um, harnessing my own style, if you know. what. So mm-hmm. the more I delve into my spiritual life and, and interact and go into initiations into when I go to the jungles and spend time with my family, spend time with my best friend, um, it's um, – that it's constantly inspiring me in my work. The, India is so vast that every time I go without fail, I've co- I'm coming back just like ready to mind explode because I have all of this new reference, all of these new ideas. So I feel like, um, yeah, life and tattooing is 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 always kind of put together. And the cool thing is that in, by definition, this journey has no end. Right. Because yeah. it's not like, oh, I figured this out. Finish. Like, no, it has no end. Right. So one lifetime is not enough to explore this. And that's the beauty of it, because I think, you know, okay. the journey, not the, not the goal, but you never get bored because it's like, oh, cool, uh, I will never run out of stuff to explore. But something yeah. that also come to mind when you talk about that is the fact that it's exciting not to live in the future. Right. We want to be here now, but yeah. not to live in the yeah. future. But it's exciting to think. Now your stuff look in a certain way because you are at a certain point of that journey and you understood yeah. things in a certain way because we only right. have fragments of like, like the old story of the elephant in the room, right, and stuff. Uh, but yeah. in the future, you will figure out something else in a different way. So that will change. Yeah. And then when yeah. you're going to be 70, it's going to be different yeah. again. So it's exciting to be like, just, just fantasizing for a second, be like, how is that gonna be? You know, so that, that's ex- I find it exciting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I feel like me as a person, and I look at tattooing. It's not black and white. Things are always fluid in life, and if my a change in my personality or an experience or certain traveling to a certain part of the world that I've never been to, it always it always swims around for a while and it influences my point of time and my career at that point, you know, because I think also, uh, you know, when I did it an apprenticeship, my boss was like, you have two ears and two eyes. So shut up and listen and look hear, Don't speak and watch. So I think, you know, as a tattooer for me I feel like I can when there's so many frequencies I'm like a kid in a toy shop you know I 
I'm, but I never forget. I'm like, oh, I remember that. I remember this. It's, I mean, I've also got like ADHD. So I mean, it's, it's just constantly processing. So I think um, it's important for me to be aware, even when I'm traveling and it's not traveling where I'm doing tattoos or if I'm around tattooers or if I'm at a convention or if I'm at a temple getting references, I just have to always be conscious and alert because I might pick up on a trick, I might see a reference, I might see a way a stencil has been placed and these all, uh, like they're like gold, you know, they're like things that you can't even read in a book, you know. So it's important for me to be alert to pick up on these things because therefore it will make me execute something better during this time when I am learning and will always learn, like all of us, you know. Yeah. And that, talking about travels that you mentioned, how was yeah. the trip to the U.S., which I, I followed, you know, through your page, which looked amazing yeah. because you met you met a lot of wonderful people and you met Robert Ryan, right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would have loved to be there like a little bird to hear <laughs> your conversations because the conversation between you two must have been like so interesting. Right. So how was yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'd seen Robert uh, a couple of months before when myself, my mom, uh, him and two of his friends, they make Soma great, great. Uh, bands actually so it's like Vasudev and Kalpa so we always were a big family and went to Varanasi together oh, and nice. it was important for 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 my mum to meet the person that I revere as my favourite artist that gave me such amazing advice and, and so much more and it was really important for for those guys and especially Robert to interact with my mom because she is she's raised me into the woman that I am uh and continues to she is my friend so we all got to know each other like a family but when I was in New Jersey it was just I was awesome I was in awe to see him in his meditation and to see him tattoo just the pieces in real life, you know, they were, they came to life. They, there was something else. I'd never seen, I maybe seen a Robert Ryan piece once in Brisbane. So I'd never got to witness seeing a lot of beautiful Robert Ryan pieces and, and tattoo people that had Robert Ryan pieces, which was, you know, which was such an honor. Um, we always have something to talk about. We both really love temples. We both love <laughs> sacred um, places in, in India, um, uh, certain stories. And, and actually, uh, he teaches me a lot, you know, as, as there's so many things about Hinduism and about, um, about Shiva that I don't even know. And it's just wonderful to be able to to listen to Robert because he is he is not just doing tattooing and doing stunning work on of gods and deities and writing books. He is literally living the life like a devotee. 
you know what I'm saying? Like this mm-hmm. is he super authentic and has been for, for so many years. But it was um, just unbelievable in general to be in America and meet um, so many people that I've uh, spoken to online on Instagram that have been so lovely and professional. And, and like I said earlier, when I got to meet them, um, it, truly, it was truly an honour, you know, that they, they were just even more wonderful. Um, some of the most iconic shops in the world. Um, and I didn't even get the chance to go to so many ones that I wanted to go to because... Too um, many. There's too many. Time was, it was too many, but I, I'm hoping yeah. that someday soon I'll be able to go to um, some shops like there's, like, you know, um, Shrine, there's Greg Christian's shop, there's Leo's shop, Julian Bar. I mean, there's so many. So at Danny mm-hmm. Reed... I, Anyway, I just yeah. Hopefully, I'll get um a chance to um to see and meet those guys too. Yeah. Yeah, it's so nice when you meet these people that you've been looking up to, and then you meet them in real life, and you're like, okay, they're nice people. I ju- I was just in LA for <laughs> the exhibition, and and then uh, my friend Sean uh, brought me around to to see shops and friends. And one of them was uh, Shamrock Mark Mahoney shop. And wow. apart from the fact that their shop is amazing, I love it yeah. because it looks like a cross in my eyes, which I love it. It looks like a cross between an old rundown barbershop, a tattoo shop, yeah. and a bar. Yeah, so yeah. good. But cool. it's cool because I met Mark Mahoney once in a vintage store in Paris, and I was like, no, you're yeah. not going to remember. And I was like, I remember. Those boots were cool, right? I was like, oh, this yeah. guy is so amazing. And Freddie Negretti was there, super nice. Oh, you're wow. like, oh. You've been looking up to these people and then you meet them and they're like so nice and it's, you know, a plus plus, right? Yeah, totally, totally. But, you know, it's, I hope, I always say, I hope I'm going to be like those guys and you guys when I grow up because it's the humility, it's the, it's the non-judgment, it's the, the, the passion and it's just like general like like generally like asking questions because they're, they're genuinely interested you know and, the, and like the humility is like with with the people that I met it's like you know so beautiful been tattooing 20 years 25 years 30 years Freddie Corbin you know and it's just he's such a sweet man everyone I felt so safe I felt like these guys were good good people guys and ladies that I met were wonderful there was like they were just everyone was just you know if you need anything give us a shout out you know if it was late at night someone would walk me home or someone be like do you want do you want us to get an uber like it was just it was just really when I came back I had to almost journal about it because I just got so uh, emotionally overwhelmed in a good way of how beautiful of a community tattooing has. The tattooing community is really a special, very special thing that we have. It's really unique. It's really unique. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. I saw here some, you know, I, ju- I just saw pictures on the, on the, you know, on your page, but I saw yeah. these here, your trips with the Baiga tribe. Would you like to briefly say what, yeah. You know what that is, where and and how it is, because these women look beautiful. Like, how is that? Yeah. What is that? So the Bega tribe are the first nation of Madhya Pradesh in India. 
they the women embark on godna tribal uh tattooing tattooing godna is tattoo um really phenomenal uh to spend time with them with uh a dear friend of mine andre um was was amazing shanti ma is the daughter uh, is shanti ma is did most of the tattoos as you see on that page of the bodysuits um and maglabai her daughter is now the successor uh shanti ma i think is still still alive when i saw her um she was in bed but i was able to pay respect um the gordna women yeah it's mainly the women that get tattooed um it happens in the forest because it's it's ill omen to see a woman bleed for a man to see a woman bleed um we, girls start as young as 8 uh the forehead tattoo is because it connects the mother and the daughter in the afterlife um inks are taken from the sacred trees in the area um yeah uh, in the the way that it's tattooed is very special um obviously not with a machine um and uh it's not just tattooing it's they live like a a sustainable life the mm. land is green they make their own moonshine kind of beer they're raising their own cattle there there's like again community you know um yeah it's a very special special um moment in in my life and i saw maglabai again um uh she's quite profound in the indian tattooing i uh, i believe you know i think there's a you know she, she we need her to make a voice she's she and she's so strong and powerful and um such a force um and there's just not just one you know like there's the bega tribe but you have the rabari you have tribes in south india you it's just that you know it's almost like i mean this is a huge sort of like i can go on but it's almost like you know tattooing was seen as outcasted outcasted meant like um like it was seen as only for the poor and the not the wealthy um but i do think that things are changing now in this generation with more and more youth india rebelling against wanting arranged marriages rebelling against uh wanting to be a doctor and engineer identifying as lgbtq um there's they want to get tattooed you know they want to be graffiti artists this i think there's there's more of a research now which is which is wonderful but in saying so i think we have to always pay respect and acknowledge the pioneers and it's not just the pioneers it's the first nation the people that have paved the way for me to be able to do the work that i do with intention i have to pay respect 
to the people that that have paved the way if that makes sense yeah of course and it's funny yeah. because this is it's applicable on so many levels you know um and you know talking about respect right is there any advice that you would give right to younger tattooer or not necessarily younger but you know people yeah. that all over the world of course you know people are fascinated uh, with cultures that perhaps you know is not their own uh, yeah. and then they want to portray use those subjects themes and is there any uh, advice that you would give to people so that they can do or start doing this about something that they know relatively little in a way that is respectful and i say this because uh, i always say this when i teach classes uh, on different yeah. subjects i always say look everything i talked about is because i fucked up before myself you know i made a lot of mistakes on many things so uh, in in these regards also because i didn't know better so now i understand more the importance of okay certain things you know approach them in a certain way so would you give any advice to people that would you know think about using certain subject themes or you know designs and stuff in a way that can be respectful yeah i i was speaking about this not long ago with someone and i mean i am no like I'm still learning. I still feel like I am a completely a student of the craft, you know, but if anything, I think the best way I sort of explain it is, for example, I didn't grow up in a culture that had American traditional as per se, but I do Indian imagery, illustrative stuff, tattoos based on American traditional tattooing principles. But for me, to understand that I had to look at Sailor Jerry books. I had to look at Burt Grimm. I had to look at all of these beautiful people in the history of tattooing to study where they would put shading and where they would pack color and where they would leave a skin light. So what I'm trying to say is like, no matter what it is, I think tattooing is one of those, you know, beautiful and sacred crafts where I feel like people should do research in the way like if if, if you're if someone if you want to draw an image or if someone's asking you for something like I just think naturally when you care about the tattoo or care about the painting or care about tattooing or care about your client or care about what they're asking you know, you. I personally, in my practice, do a little bit of research, whether it's like, oh, how is this drawn? Or, okay, um, I'm doing um, a Medusa tattoo. Who, who is Medusa? Just read a little bit because that influences my drawing in the sense that if it says something like, um, like, like Medusa is often... For example, I'm not well averse in, in, in this culture, but say it says Medusa is often depicted under the moon, blah, blah, then I maybe do a head and then I could do like a moon growing out of a head, you know? it It's just like you have more freedom and creativity if you can do a little bit of research, whether that is research on the subject matter or whether that's that's research on on how to draw the tattoo itself or or I still do color studies man like whether it's a flash size tattoo 
or a back piece, I have my crayons and I'm doing my color studies. I need it next to me because I, it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be under pressure being like, Oh my God, do I put yellow there? Oh, too late. Like uh, I've already done blue, you know? So it's just being like, as everyone learns at different rates, everyone picks up things at different rates. For me, I, I like to, I over worry about things I over. I think about drawings and, all the time so so I always like to do that little bit of research so that I can say that I have given a service to the best of my ability for my client yeah 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 which is ultimately our our main concern is that it's it helps to remember that you know it's not like oh I really want to do this like no your ultimate responsibility is first and foremost to your customer to give them the best thing, right? And um, is there anything that you can think of, right? Related to tattooing or not, or, you know, for, for the life that you live so far that uh, you learned, like a lesson that you learned, an advice you've been given, something that you figured out that still help you today, that you, you know, you go back to and like, okay, yeah, I always remember this thing because it really helps me. Yeah. Uh, when I first embarked on this journey, I didn't, um, man, I, I was painting with texture pens and crayons and I was posting on social media. And I, I remember Robert had, uh, liked them and, and, uh, I posted a picture of Rameshwaram temple and he reached out and we talked, you know, he was like, oh, wow, like I want to go to Rameshwaram. And I told him, listen, I'm I'm, I'm an old person going into tattooing and uh, I really have revered your work. I remember seeing you in a magazine when I was 21. It was like a book uh, that was an interview. And I said, I'll, um, I, all of this was so professional and respectful. I said, is there any advice you can give me? And he said, you're on the right track. Don't worry about the background noise. Just focus on the art and the love for doing it, you know, and that all makes sense to me because background noise for me is negative. Like don't, I feel like if I get immersed in comparing myself with other work or, or you know, tattoo shop gossip or, or I'm like, why isn't my thing like this? It's like I got caught up or why isn't it at, at this standard? It should be at this standard now. I got caught up in things where I wasn't, it was like I was getting caught up. What I'm trying to say is I was like not practicing to make it better. I was getting caught up in toxic negative spiral thoughts which could have been spent on coming home and practicing how to draw that snake again and again and again so um not that I was caught up in that but I'm so glad I I, I believe that God sends you people and advice at certain moments in your life for a reason um, and I think that I, it was necessary for me to hear that from someone I highly respected because we're only human. And there's moments where I'm like, 
scrolling and I'm like, oh, my God, like, oh, I wish it was, I wish it was <laughs> like this. I could have, yeah. why, is, why isn't it, why isn't mine looking like this? This person's doing really great. I'm happy if, if I see a good tattoo. I'm really happy. But I'm like, damn, like, why aren't you thinking like this person, this, you know, it, it's it's not good for me. So it's better to, like, to leave it. And, and that's what, what's meant for the background noise is, like, leave all of that and focus on your sadhana, focus on your, I mean, it was quite instant when we realized that we connected because we both had that spiritual love. So he was talking to me in a way that a guru or a teacher or my mother would talk is like, just focus on your practice, your sadhana and God, and don't worry about anything else. You're on the right path. So I feel like translating it now, the best, I mean, I don't even know if it's advice. I'm basing it on my own, like my own crazy personality that I am. And um, my own practice is just, like just don't compare yourself don't look at just 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 focus on like you don't need to work like work as much as you want to work without it affecting your mental health it doesn't mean you have to be up from like 12 like 10 a.m till 3 10 p.m till 3 p.m 3 a.m the next day it's just like rather than spending that 10 minutes comparing spend 10 minutes sketching the snake and figuring mm -hmm. out how to wiggles because in a couple of weeks it should get easier you know yeah the comparison game like beautiful i i can really relate because like everybody else you know we get caught now and then it's i think Aubrey yeah. marcus was quoting someone and was saying life is constant is a constant cycle of remembering and forgetting right so we all all get caught eventually in that game of comparing you know, and then you look at instagram you feel miserable and stuff like that and one thing that really helped me, which I feel like I needed for quoting the Bhagavad Gita to you, but uh, it's no, one no, of my no. favorite, some of my favorite books. It's like a manual of instruction for your brain. It's amazing. And yeah. one thing that really got stuck with me and still helped me all the time is when yes. our Krishna says to Arjuna something like, uh, you're entitled to the work, but not to the fruits of the work. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Right. And it, mean, it basically means, look, you want to make this drawing, this painting, you shouldn't make yeah. it thinking of what it's going to bring to you. Like, you know, customers' yeah. money or likes. You should do it because yeah. you love to do it. Right? And, then you love it. and it yes. changed everything. Because now you're in the moment and, and you love it and you put love into that. If you do the yes. other way around, you're putting expectations. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. So I, I really, really agree with you hundred percent. It really, really helps. It's hard to sustain. I live a, I live what I'd like to think is a quite a healthy, like, like I do yoga, I go to the gym. I've started personal training classes because at some point I want to do jujitsu. And I think like all of these external activities that I'm doing outside of tattooing is actually reducing my stress levels. And I'm doing so much self-work that if I start to get into this like spiral that we're talking about, it's no, it's not good for, for me or my client or for the painting that I'm doing. So when I come with love and, you know, it's what I'm saying is like the, some of the best things about tattooing is what people don't see is like that morning coffee that your client gives you, the hug, you know, the giggles, the, 
the tears that they ah, I need a smoko break or hey do you want to get a burger you know like that that's it's like such a beautiful beautiful time and it's just like whatever the outcome is don't have those expectations just know that you've made someone really happy um and that's that's our job is to provide a service to the best ability um and to make people happy in a way that through something that is so palpable and sacred that results in body transformation and healing and it's a energetic exchange and it's 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 we're dealing with blood we're dealing with you know it's powerful it's sacred awesome awesome beautiful beautiful i'm so happy Thanks. we made it today thank you so much yeah so, so this was beautiful i really hope that we can meet in person one day if you ever come to this side of the world let me know i'm in barcelona beautiful place to visit you know beautiful. yeah i'd love to i you i have a friend there that i met when i was guesting at chain his friend naza also works in oh, barcelona nice. Nice. yeah yeah i really want to come i want to do a europe trip i don't know when it's going to be but I mean, for sure, I'm gonna like obviously mess with you, and hopefully, we can we can have some green tea and nerd out definitely, about it. Thank you so much, and thank you for the honor because, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, highly respected. Your work is sublime. It's like uh, such an honor when you got to ask me, and I, I'm really happy that we could make this happen. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Amazing. Swas, it was a pleasure. It was an honor. Pleasure. I hope to see you soon, okay? Of course, of course. Enjoy the rest okay. of the day and uh, I'll let Thanks. you know I'll be in touch, yeah? Yeah, perfect. Thank awesome. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.